This is another story from the Playbox Annual, which I've been reading to you for the last two or three nights. And this story is called The Pirate's Mistake. And it's a story of a hunt for buried gold in the pirating days of old. So here it goes. I twas a mistake never learning to read and write, Silas Smart, me lad. It pays a man sometimes to be a scholar. It was evening and snug in the bay, a pretty little village by the sea. The last rays of the setting sun gleamed on the white wings of gulls overhead, and from below the tall cliffs came the soothing murmur of a quiet sea. Sue and her brother Jack were preparing to lock up their cottage on the cliff for the night, when the quietness was broken by the sounds of footsteps and gruff voices. A number of brightly dressed men were coming down the stone steps that led by the side of the children's garden on the way down to the beach. Full of curiosity, Sue and Jack peeped over the wall. Aye, a mistake right enough, say I, repeated one of the men, who wore a three-cornered hat, a satin coat, silken hose and buckled shoes. His companion grinned. Ha! I've been too busy seafaring to learn such nonsense, he replied. Who wants to spell anyway, says Sly? A cat's a cat, even if you spell it with a K. <coughs> Jack grinned as he counted the strangers. Five of them, he said softly. I wonder who they are. They are mariners by the look of them. At that moment, a strong arm came over the wall and a large hand fell upon Jack's shoulder. He looked up to see the bearded face of the sixth man, whom he hadn't noticed in his counting. Nay, six of us, my fine fellow, said the man sourly. I can count even if I can't read. I suppose ye can't read by any chance, huh? Why, yes, I can, sir, replied Jack, rather taken aback. Both my sister and I have learnt. The man chuckled. Ha, ha, ha. Then you're the just the friends for Captain, Bo Captain Bones. That's me, he muttered. Look ye, how would you like to earn a piece of honest gold? All, all in the space of a few minutes. I'd like to very much, sir, said the boy at once. If it indeed be honest. Captain Bones rubbed his horny hands together. Well spoken, my lad, he said in that grating voice of his. Look at all my men here. <clears throat> Just babies they are. Not one of them can read a word. Now all I want for you is to come aboard my ship for a few moments and tell me what is written on a piece of parchment. Tis easy, hey? Jack thought for a moment and then looked at Sue. Somehow he did not like these rough men, but that gold piece was tempting. He and Sue were very poor, and that meant good clothes and food for them. Sue nodded slowly, and Jack turned to Captain Bones. Very well, sir, he said. Within a few moments, the children were on the beach, and clambering into one of the two rowboats there with Bones and another sailor. 
The rest of the men piled into the second boat, and it was not long when they were he- before they were pulling out to sea. Around the headland they sighted a fine ship at anchor. My ship, said Captain Bones, the fastest ship afloat, my lad, and full of guns too, in case any uh, 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 pirate should come attacking. At this his men burst into roars of laughter. Once aboard the ship, the children followed the captain below to his cabin, where he opened an oak chest and took out a scrap of parchment. That's what I want ye to read, he said. See, there's writing on it. What do it say, hey? Jack took one glance at the writing and his heart jumped. It was a treasure plan which told them where a chest of gold was hidden on an island. It's a treasure plan, he cried. I can see that, snapped the sailor. There's a map on the other side. Quick, what does the writing say? It was then that Jack, stealing a glance at his sister, saw her eyes were fixed upon something that stood on a writing desk in the corner of the cabin. It was a model ship, a beautifully carved galleon. He gave a start, and Captain Bones grinned. Ah, that little boat was given to me by my great-uncle, he said. And think of it, t'was only yesterday I found that treasure plan hidden inside. Now I want to find the gold, for my great-uncle must have meant it for me. Jack took a deep breath, for now he knew that Captain Bones was not speaking the truth. The boy had seen that model ship often before. It belonged to old Ben, a fisherman friend of theirs. So many times they'd admired it in his little parlour overlooking the sea. It was a keepsake, which he would never like to lose. There was no doubt about it. Somehow Captain Bones had stolen it, discovered the chart inside, and meant to get that treasure for himself. I can read it all right, sir, he said. But my sister and I know this island very well. It will be better if we show you the way to it, for it is surrounded by a sunken reef of rocks, and you don't want to wreck your fine ship upon it. Captain Bones nodded. You're a smart lad, he said. Up ye go, both of ye, and join the man at the helm. With a chuckle, he folded the parchment, and slipped it into a pocket of his fine silken coat. As the children mounted the steps to the deck, Sue gave her brother a horrified glance. What do you mean to do? she asked. That's Ben's treasure, and these sailors are pirates, I feel sure. So do I, replied Jack, and I mean to say they don't get a single piece of the gold. Do you remember Gull Island? Oh! Why, yes, whispered Sue. Tis the place where we had some exciting games last year. That deep pit in the ground made a fine smuggler's lair, didn't it? So it did, agreed Jack, laughing. And I think we can make good use of that. I'm going to lead these pirates to that island and not the real treasure island at all. They won't know because none of them can read the plan. Standing beside the helmsman, Jack gave his directions. The fellow was very thin with a crafty face. 
I trust you're not going to make any mistakes, he said with a grunt. The captain has got a rope handy for folks as make blunders. Hoo, 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 and a few tastes of that, and it's surprising how few mistakes people make. Half an hour passed, and then from the lookout came a shout of, Land ho! Land ho! That's the place, cried Jack, as Captain Bones came scurrying up from below. Just as well for you, my lad, said Captain Bones with a sly grin. And now you must come ashore and show us where the treasure is hid. Lower two boats, men. Never did the pirates work quicker. In a flash, they were rowing lustily for the shore of Gull Island. Once ashore, they behaved like schoolboys on a treat, dancing and whooping as if they'd made as they made the rowboats fast. Jack and Sue were for the moment forgotten in the excitement, and Jack grasped his sister's hand. Come, he whispered, we have to work quickly. Come to the gravel pit. Slipping away through the rocks, they came to a gnarled old tree. Near this was a narrow but deep hole in the ground. Jack began to gather an armful of bracken and branches. Quick, cover the hole so no one will know it's there, he panted. Hurry! A moment's hard work and it was done. Then the children scampered back to the pirates. Captain Bones was looking round angrily. Hey, there you are, he growled. Come, here's the plan. Now lead us to the place where we have to dig. Jack took the parchment from the pirate and pretended to be very interested in the words upon it. This way, he said, leading the pirates towards the old tree. Ah, there's the tree. Now someone must step out some paces. I'll do that, cried Bones eagerly. Where do I stand? Back to the tree, facing west, cried Jack, as though reading from the parchment. And the pirate hastily took up his position. Now, ten paces forward and three paces south, cried Jack. There was dead silence as Captain Bones took ten paces forward and then turned smartly to take three paces south. One, two, three! At the third step, the pirate stepped on a patch of bracken and with a whoop, vanished from sight. What's happened? yelled one of the men. Tis the treasure place by the look of it, cried Jack. The pirates listened no more. Shouting with joy, they dashed forward. An angry Captain Bones was just about to climb out as they poured into the hole, bowling him over and back again. Now's our chance, hissed Jack to Sue. They'll take a little while sorting themselves out. Quick, to the boats. Running as though their lives depended on it, the children made for the boats, pushing them out to sea. By the time the furious pirates had discovered the trick and rushed down to the beach, they were well away in one boat, and the other one towed behind. Hey, come back, you old Captain Bones. What does this mean? This, laughed Jack, holding the treasure plan aloft. I'm taking this back to old Ben, to whom it really belongs. And I'm going to tell some soldiers where some pirates can be found too. Captain Bones glared angrily out towards his ship. Can any of ye swim, he roared. Not a man, Jack of us, came the reply from his men. Ha! 
Neither can I, groan Captain Bones. I never learned. And that was the pirate's biggest mistake of all. As they would have admitted, could they have seen Jack, Sue and old Ben digging up the gold on the real treasure island a week later. The end. So it even pays, it seems, for pirates to learn to read and to learn to swim. Both very, very important things to do. Okay, so I hope you like that story. I enjoyed reading it. 